0: hello do you remember when kevin did that on home alone when marv stuck his head through the little doggy door and uh kevin said hello and then he just shot him in the head that's like one of my favorite moments of home alone but you know when you like watch that movie there's never a dog there's never any animal you don't see an animal so why did they have the doggy door in the home alone door. That's why I want to know. In the home alone house. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Who cares, Glenn? Stop bringing up stupid things to think about. Welcome to the Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. That's what I do here. I bring up stuff that doesn't even matter. And it helps pass the time. How you doing? How are you holding up? Are you stressed out? Or do you just not care anymore? Like me. Like I have a huge thing of laundry to do. I have gifts to wrap. Uh, I even have a couple more to go out into the stores and pick up. And not so much like I would order, I would prime them things. But I don't even know, man. I'm out of ideas. So I've got to go out into the madness. But I have my priorities together enough to know what comes first in life. And what comes first when you're in a highly stressful situation is you drop everything to make a podcast. That's what <laughs> that's what you do. You're just like, man, I don't even care. I'm just going to make a podcast. Show off my handbell skills a little bit. And just talk. Talk for a while. Talk it out. Maybe that will make me feel better. But how are you guys doing? I hope that you're holding I hope everybody's holding up. And I hope that you've purchased all of, I mean... That's what we do this year. We purchase a lot of things at this time of the year to show people how much we care uh, with our finances. And uh, we buy a bunch of stuff that people don't need. And people give us stuff that we don't need or want. And uh, we put the gifts under the tree. And we unwrap them. And that is that. But it's a great time of year. I actually love the season more than I love... uh, More than I love the actual day. I like the season, but it's almost over. So, meh. But I thought that I would. It's like a Christmas episode for me. You know, it's like my Christmas special will be the podcast today. I want to talk about Christmassy things because Christmas is my favorite time of year. And uh, there, you sound enthusiastic, and you sound very enthusiastic to be doing this. Here's what happened, man. I went to bed like I took a nap yesterday afternoon, and I didn't wake up until probably twelve thirty at night, and then I was up most of the night. And uh, then it's like I took my nap in the middle of the night, and woke up at like six thirty, and drank some coffee, and like so, I'm off. I'm way off now and I usually like I don't do a podcast usually right after I wake up because my brain don't do right but uh that's how I'm gonna do today that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna kick off my day get my podcast done and uh before I get into it I want to talk about something that's un-Christmassy that I've seen it's like this thing that people are doing now and maybe they've been doing it for a long time because there's so much content and everybody's always, that's like the, the age that we live in is everybody's trying to make these videos and, and create this content to put onto the internet so people can watch it instead of living their lives. That's kind of what I've, I've noticed is that our lives are watching other people do stuff that they wouldn't normally do to put it onto the internet for other people to waste their lives watching well there's this thing that people are doing now and i saw two within a week so i was like is this a new trend i hope this is a new trend because it's going to end badly for somebody there was this one of this lady she was like laying on a rug next to a grizzly bear and she was feeding the bear like these strawberries out of a bowl, right? She was feeding the bear. This is a big bear. and maybe if you've seen the video, maybe it wasn't a grizzly bear It was a big brown bear, so I just assume it's a grizzly bear, but like uh, maybe you're like, I saw that, and that's not a bit. that's an Adirondack bag, Lynn, because anybody that would disagree with me would have to have an accent that if you had an accent, I would back down a little bit quicker. If you just talked American, I ain't backing down. <laughs> but if you had like a British accent or something, I I disagree with you wholeheartedly, Glenn. I'd say, ah, he's probably right. He's got an accent. But uh but she was feeding berries to this bear. And I was just like, How stupid, how stupid are you? You know? And then within uh within the same week I saw I saw this guy playing a ukulele. There was another video of this guy playing a ukulele beside all of these lions, right? And just, I, I don't... I, I, I think that if you want to do this, if you have it on your heart that you should feed berries to bears or play a ukulele around a bunch of lions, I think that you should totally do it. Because however that ends, if it ends, good like, you walk away from it, you know, that's great, you got, a video, but, uh, but, if it ends badly, then, uh, I mean, that's just, that's, that's the risk you take for wanting to make a 15 second clip, you know, to put onto the internet, and, uh, probably you won't be missed, because there's plenty of idiots in the world, there's, a, there's so much idiots in the world, but, uh, But anyway, that's the negativity, 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 that is the negativity for this podcast. I'm going to try to keep everything else on the up and up. I'm tired, man, but, uh, but it's almost Christmas, so I'm excited about that. So it's actually been a great week for me. Uh, The Yankees, my New York Yankees, signed Garrett Cole, which if you haven't been watching the news or you're not a sports fan, he signed, it's the biggest contract that there's ever been in Major League Baseball, but he is an ace. I mean, he's the best pitcher. He's the best of the best. And we signed them to a nine-year contract. And so I'm really excited for that. Because if you go back, if you listen to me talk, and I try not to talk a lot of sports on this podcast because it's not a sports podcast. But if you go back to the spring, when the Yankees were in spring training, I called it, I said, pitching. We need pitching. And, uh, you know, they didn't make it very far. I mean, they made it far, but they didn't make it you know, to the World Series. So, I mean, they made it within a couple games of the World Series, but they just, you know, they couldn't break through. But uh, I think adding him to our roster is huge, you know. So I got Cole for Christmas, and this year I'm pretty excited about that. But uh, I was thinking about this week what were the best Christmas presents. That I ever got, right? And I don't know if I've ever talked about that before on this podcast, but um, when I, I, I thought back to when I was a little kid and the Christmas presents that I got, and there were two that stuck out in my head. And uh, one of them was a Super NES system, a Super Nintendo. And we never got an original Nintendo. It's like my parents were more old school. With the gifts that they would give us when we were coming up. And I was talking to uh, I was talking to a couple of my siblings this week. And we kind of like. I don't know. In my opinion. I can't speak for anybody else. But in my opinion. I kind of grew up. I was kind of raised in a 1950s type environment. And a lot of the gifts that we got. Yeah, a lot of the books that we were read when we were young were like super old and a lot of the gifts that we got were it was like Christmas in a different time period, right? Like I would get stocking stuffers like maple sugar candies and Beeman's Blackjack and what's the other one? Clove chewing gum, you know those old chewing gums like in my stocking and uh it was just like a different time, like the little poppers you throw down at the at the ground. It's like, you know how kids used to get a... Oh, they dumped out their stockings and they got some oranges and walnuts, you know? I wasn't far off from that. So when we did get awesome presents, it was like really cool because we never got a Nintendo. Even though I'm like of, of the age to where that would have been a gift, well, that was a gift that a lot of my friends got when I was young, was the original Nintendo, and I remember going to my grandmother's, and, and, like, all my cousins got these laser tag, um, like, a laser tag that they would play with each other for Christmas, and I forgot what we got, you know what I mean? I don't know what we got, probably, (laughs) here's some Here's some paper that you can write Bible verses on. I don't know that's I'm just kidding, but uh like a train set or something but uh but anyway, so when I got the Super Nintendo uh, it was a huge deal. me and my brother got a Super Nintendo system and so that was like as a, an amazing Christmas, you know and uh then another gift that I got was uh, the Red Rider BB Gun. I was that kid. I was the kid from A Christmas Story. I wasn't as nerdy as him, I don't think. I was just uh, I really wanted a Red Rider BB gun. And I don't even think that I'd seen that movie. I don't think that I'd seen that movie. Um, when I actually was that age and when I got it. And uh, I just wanted to shoot stuff, man. I had had a slingshot for years. Even some of those high-powered slingshots... But, uh, but I just wanted something where I had to exert less physical effort to shoot things, and so that was like, I've, that's a Christmas that always stuck out in my head, um, was the first year that I got a Red Ryder BB gun, but, uh, those are two, I don't know, those are two fond memories of Christmas that I had, that I have from when I was young, and, uh, I don't know. It's just something cool to think about. Like, what was your favorite Christmas present, you know, when you were a little kid? And what was your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie, and I've talked about it, and I think I might have even talked about it on the last last podcast, but every year I watch Christmas movies. There's a couple I still haven't seen this year that I want to watch, but there's one that's from, I don't know when it's from, it's from maybe 1990 it's a 1990s made for TV Christmas movie and if you look it up you can actually go on YouTube and you can watch the entire movies on YouTube but don't tell anybody it's a it's called you can Google Christmas everyday movie right and it's it was made sometime in the 90s and it's really kind of a corny movie and uh but it's about this kid and uh his little sister makes him wish it was Christmas every day and he wishes he he makes the wish and then wakes up and every day's the same and he kind of goes through the day and does things different um he does things different oh my phone is blowing up let me turn it off but anyway um he wishes it was Christ- this is the most professional podcast that you listen to i know I know everybody, some podcasts have producers and editors and it's all cleaned up and nice, you know? It's like a nicely wrapped gift. You know the ribbon that people put on certain gifts and they give you these gifts and you're like, how even do you do that ribbon, man? Like where it comes up around all the four corners and then there's this big tidy bow right in the middle of it. And you're like, how even do they tie, you know, wrap that? You know, my podcast is like a gift bag. Like I drop my podcast in a gift bag and wad up some tissue paper and put it on top. (laughs) That's how how I deliver it to you. But I mean well, you know. And hopefully, hopefully the sloppiness of it, you know, you can, it kind of clicks with certain people. You know, because they're like, I'm sloppy. Life is sloppy. Life is not all this clean you know, clean edges. Sometimes it's rough around the edges, you know. And that's why I listen to Glenn Think Stuff Podcast. But anyway, I say all that to say that my phone's blowing up. But anyway, what 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 was I talking about? Oh, Christmas Every Day. So in this movie, this kid like gets to relive every day. And he sees how he can kind of change how things go down. Day to day, and it's super corny and it's repetitive, but it's become it's so bad. Have you ever watched anything that's so bad that it's good to you? Like it's just uh, I don't know. Like I mean, a lot of people don't watch Ernest Saves Christmas, but I watch Ernest Saves Christmas because it's good. So if you want to, if you want to, I think you should have corny fun traditions, you know. And if you don't have any, you need to. You know, you need to make some because this is the time of year where things get kind of stressful. And and you need to, uh, sometimes you just need to unwind, man, and do a little tradition. One tradition that we have, well, that actually that I have, is that every year uh, I go up to a place called Christmastown, USA. And Christmastown, USA is a place in McCaddenville, North Carolina. Which is a small town. It's a small town in North Carolina and every year I drive up there and it's a whole town, right? It's a whole town that's filled with Christmas lights from one end of the town to the other. They have people, the city actually pays people to put up Christmas lights on, in the you know the parts of town that the city owns and then all the houses on the main drag going through the town um, they have lights. And so you can drive through, you can park, you can get out and you can walk around. And it's called, if you Google Christmas town USA, you can look at pictures. And, um, and so I go up there every year. And I mean, it's a big deal and it's a big tradition to a lot of people and a lot of groups and families, because like on the interstate, And, uh, on the back road coming into the city, you have to wait hours to get into the town. Right. And so, you know, I did that for a while when I was younger, I did that with groups. And, and, uh, when I got older, I did that a couple of times. I was like, man, there's got to be a better way to do this. And so what I started doing was I started looking up exactly what time the sun would go down. And I would get there, like, 15 to 30 minutes before it got dark on the very outskirts of town. And I would pull over and go into a fast food joint and get a milkshake and just wait for the sun to go down and for it to get dark. And then I would, like, get back out into traffic and then go right in, right? Zippity-doo-dah. And, uh, zippity-doo-dah. I don't know why I said that. The word (laughs) zippity-doo-dah. (laughs) that's a normal thing for someone to say but uh but anyway so I've been doing that for a few years well this year um last week a week ago today actually I went up there and um so I'm up at the counter I let me get our milkshakes and uh and then we'll go I'm sorry I just burped you ever have those burps that just come out of nowhere but uh no, Glenn. No one has that except for you. <laughs> but anyway, it's one of those weird burps where it's like acidy reflux. I remember watching Tim Allen do stand-up. Speaking of Tim Allen, I remember watching Tim Allen do stand-up when I was uh when I was young with my cousin. At Christmas time we rented Tim Allen's stand-up VHS cassettes from the movie gallery. And uh, when we were at my grandmother's house in Alabama. And we watched him. And he had a bit about doing, like he called, it was as acid reflux, but he called it a vomit burp. And he was talking about bringing one of those up for the dentist. And saying, floss that. <laughs> and I remember we died laughed. That was like the funniest thing. Things like that. I don't know. I still laugh at that. Whatever. But anyway, speaking of that, I was getting milkshakes. So I'm up at the milkshake counter, right? And I order I order three milkshakes. And the lady takes forever to make the milkshakes. And then she brings them over to me. And there is two of the milkshakes are normal, right? And then there's a third milkshake. And it's about the cup is two-thirds full of the actual milkshake. She didn't fill it up, she didn't fill it up, and then she ran out of the whipped cream to put on top of the milkshake, and when you, when, I don't know, when they have it in that metal can thing, and when it runs out, it just kind of, it's like you dump milk, or cream comes out, it's not like whipped anymore, when you're down to the bottom of it, I guess, it just like, it just bleh, (laughs) And it, that's what she did on top of one of the milkshakes. So the the my I gave the two good ones to my kids, and then I just stood there looking at that one, you know. And when she handed it to me, when she handed them to me, she looked away and didn't make eye contact with me. Like maybe he won't notice this, you know. It's like you know, you knew what you were doing. She knew it. I could tell by her body, cause she was all nice. When I was telling her what I wanted, when I paid the money. But then when it came time for you to put the product in my hand, you know that you're putting, was it a subpar? This is like not up to par, man. And she looked away, you know, as if, to, as if to say, I don't know what I'm doing right now. And I just stood there, you know, with like, what, what is this? What even is this? You know, I don't want to make a scene. It's Christmas. I'm sure that, uh, I'm sure that y'all get slammed at this time of year, but what even is this, you know? And I stood there and the lady ignored me, ma'am. She didn't even want to, you know, she knew what she did. She knew what she did. And so she just ignored me. And so I just stood there until a kid that looked like he knew what a good milkshake was supposed to be. He came up and I said, man, is this, is this a milkshake? And he was he started laughing and was like nah and he threw it in the trash and he made me another one i didn't make a scene you know i don't want to make a scene i'm not that kind of a guy i really i'm not afraid of confrontation i just don't like people that that create a problem you know those people that always have a problem and they'll get loud and you know nothing's ever right and over every single little thing people flip out you know what i mean usually i can roll with the punches pretty good but you know i don't want to drink milk off of milkshake that's only two-thirds but you know what i mean when you say something sometimes you're just like man if people mess up an order like if you're at a restaurant and people mess up an order that's understandable I mean that kind of thing happens, you know you know what I mean like if you order if you're at if you're at a restaurant and you order a steak and you order it medium rare and it comes medium well, okay, I probably wouldn't say anything. I would just eat it. you know it happens it got messed up, you know what I mean, but if somebody knows that they're screwing you and they just do it and they're like. Oh, well, I don't want to go out of my way to do what I'm paid to do. I don't know, man. I feel like you should say something. But anyway, so I got my milkshake. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I thought it was funny when it happened. After it happened, I was like, what are you even trying to pull? But uh, but anyway, McCannville is awesome. If you're ever in North Carolina at Christmas time, I definitely uh, encourage you to check it out. But, it like, get there early. And then, uh, if there's, uh, I just email me and I'll tell you where to park and the smartest, the smartest way to do everything once you get there. But, uh, yeah, what, I don't know. That's just one of the Christmas traditions that is fun. Yeah. You know? And I know that the older that kids get, um, the less that you get to do some of that stuff. So I don't know. Maybe someday I'll be just an old man sipping milkshakes and driving through there alone. That's not depressing <laughs> at all. But it is the time of year for Christmas music, right? And uh, as some of you know, the people that uh, that have listened to this podcast for uh, at least a year, they know that I'm a handbell extraordinaire. Um, like a prodigy, pretty much, when it comes to handbells, because the first time that I ever picked them up, there's not been a lot of stuff that I've done in my life where the first time I pick it up, it's just miraculous, the things that I can do. You know, there hasn't been a lot of those kinds of things in my life, but handbells, from the first time that I touched a handbell, I was, it was, I was just masterful. And it even blew me away at how talented, just naturally talented I was. And, um, you know, I've been, I have been talking about doing a handbell tour. I think that with the, just the, Level of skill that I have, I think that you know a lot of people listen to handbells at Christmas. A lot of people associate handbells with old people, you know, like <laughs> like senior citizens, like the handbell choirs. Um, a lot of people think that you have to, yeah, you know, that it's kind of a church thing. Or that uh, you have to have a bunch of people um, to play songs with the handbells. But uh, it's kind of, I don't know. I feel like I could really push handbell music into the mainstream. And what I mean by that is when you turn on the radio and you hear Ariana Grande. Or you hear... Uh, you know, a Travis Scott song or a Post Malone song or um, a Billie Eilish song. I think that me playing handbells kind of, I kind of belong in the middle of all those people, of all those names, like Glenn playing handbells, Glenn thinks stuff, handbells. I think that I belong there just because of You know, I blow myself away every time I touch one. And so I thought that, you know, as a gift to my listeners this Christmas that I should, uh, that I should, like, give give you a little sample of, uh, of some handbell music, right? Because that's, Christmas is a time of giving. And, uh, so I'm gonna do that right now. So I hope you enjoy, you know, sit back, and, um, I'll... I'm going to play for you now. Just wow. That is the most, that is the most touching. I mean, that had me in tears by the end of it. I actually have tears that went down into my beard. And my beard is dripping with a salty eyeball discharge. Um, just because that music touches me, it like handbells touch my soul in a way that no, that even love or what I thought was love, um, or what I thought was love, more than love has even touched my soul. It's just, it's really incredible, the gift that I'm blessed with, you know. But, I mean, I try to stay humble, but um, I just, I don't know. Let's hear it again. Now, I don't want you to... Just brush this over like it's just, uh, you know, this is just a gag, you know, that Glenn's trying to pull. But I really want you to take it in, you know, because you go through life, you know, and if you're lucky, you live what, 70, 80 years. Some people live, you know, longer, and you don't get to hear music at this level, at this skill level. Um, especially for free, given to you for free, graciously given to you for free on a podcast, you know, especially on a podcast, you know, because I know, you know, I'm I'm kind of accepting that my podcast is, it is what it is. I know that it's not top-notch, you know. I don't, I, I, I didn't pick up a microphone and it's just like, oh, I, this is natural, you know. Sometimes you battle to talk about certain topics, because you're just like, ah, by the time that I do the podcast, I'm just like, "Ah, I really don't care anymore, you know, but, you know, unlike my podcast, my handbells are just, it's just something that I'm really proud of, you know, and that I take a lot of pride in, and, uh, it's, it's, it kind of reminds me of, you know, like, The Jimi Hendrix of handbells. Or the Johan Sebastian Bach of handbells. You know. That's me. I am the handbell. You know. When people look up handbells in a hundred years. You know. They'll see me. In the picture. You know. In the future. They'll probably be in space. Because the earth will be trash. Because no one cares man. And uh. And they'll look me up on Space Google. And uh, they'll sit there through their, you know, their Space Helmet hat. And they'll they'll turn on my handbell music through... The, I mean, Apple by then will have something that they can implant into your brain. So if you want to play a song, you can just... Um, you can download it into your brain and just it and it will start playing that's what will happen in space google and uh space itunes rather and uh though my songs will be available you know for 99 dollars a track and i'm giving it to you for free right now so you know merry christmas and just one more time Well, you're welcome for that. So, <laughs> so uh, moving right along, something I saw an article this week. I believe it was in the Washington Post, and it was about Charles Dickens, um, when Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol. And so I read the article because I grew up, uh, my father uh, is a big Christmas Carol fan and every year when we were young he would watch the like there's a bunch of different versions of uh, Christmas Carol there's george c scott there's albert finney there's even modern ones like the jim carrey one that disney did there's a ton of different ones like but he liked the old school ones So every year we had to watch it and and like all the versions and when i got older i was kind of like man that sucks i don't want to watch that because the christmas carol is kind of proper it's this real proper christmas story and it's i don't know it's just not my cup of tea i want to watch Ridiculous Christmas movies like Elf and Home Alone and Santa Claus, and uh you know. But if you've never seen a Christmas Carol, pretty much like if you've if you have seen it and you know the story, just humor me while I tell people you know what the deal is with a Christmas Carol. Like I'll run through it real quick. There's a selfish old miser right named ebenezer scrooge and he's just greedy and he's not happy and if you've seen stuff that say bah that says bah humbug around um christmas time it's kind of like he was like the grinch he was like he he didn't like christmas it was just kind of stupid him he was all about them dotlets and stack of that paper right that's how he was he was a hustler he you know he was a tightwad. And, uh, so his partner, he had a partner named Jacob Marley and Jacob Marley had died years before and they, um, they were in business together. And so his partner had died years before. And so he had this man named Bob Cratchit. Oh, Cratchit and Cratchit. He had Bob Cratchit work for him and he didn't pay him well. He didn't pay Bob Cratchit well at all. And so anyway, on Christmas Eve, right before the day before Christmas, Um, Scrooge goes home, and, you know, it shows Bob Cratchit goes home. He's all excited. It's Christmas, and even though, you know, they don't have a lot, Christmas is a big deal at Bob Cratchit's house, and he has this little kid named Tiny Tim that has a messed up leg, right? It's kind of like, you know, how Walter White uh walter white's kid was that's kind of like tiny tim was kind of like walter white's kid on breaking bad and so he goes home and he he sees this ghost comes to ebenezer scrooge's house and it's jacob marley man and jacob marley has all these chains on him and he's pulling all these heavy chains around And, um, he, he comes to Ebenezer Scrooge and is like, yo, these are chains right here are from all like the bad stuff that I did to people. And now I got to carry all these chains around, man. And that ain't cool. And you, you, this fate awaits you, man, if you don't get yourself together and quit being a jerk. And today three ghosts are going to come to you during the night. You're going to be haunted by three ghosts. Ebenezer Scrooge is like, man, what's up with this? I'm not, I usually don't see ghosts. And um, and then Jacob Marley leaves, right? And so the first ghost is the ghost of Christmas past. And what the ghost of Christmas past does is it shows Ebenezer Scrooge shadows, like memories from when he was younger, like stuff that he doesn't think about, things that influence his life, man, like good times things opportunities that maybe he should have taken with women um to be happy and to have a family but instead instead he chased them dollars man he's always like he's a hustler at heart and so uh and so you know he said i got 99 problems but you know i'm not getting married <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna chase that money. And so you know the Ghost of Christmas past shows them all this like this is the road that you took, dude, you know? And then they have the Ghost of Christmas present shows up, right? And the Ghost of Christmas present is usually this big, huge, giant, jolly man. And uh he takes Ebenezer Scrooge around to all of the stuff that's currently going on, and one of the places they take them is Bob Cratchit's house, you know, and he shows, and Tiny Tim at Bob Cratchit's house is always real pitiful, you know what I mean? Tiny Tim is always, he's on a crutch, and he's always the most pitiful kid, you know, they're like, well, when we cast this role, we got to get the most pitiful kid to play Tiny Tim, you know, and Tiny Tim will Pray and then look around and "And God bless us, everyone. And even when I was younger, I was like, Come on, man. But so, anyway, he shows them like what's going on. And you know, these people don't have a lot of money like you, but they're happy, you know. And and you know, you're not, you suck, you suck at life. And then so, he goes back to his house, you know. And then the last ghost, which is usually a pretty creepy ghost, you know, comes to him and uh and it shows them christmas in the future and and christmas in the future is they go and they see um like dude you're not missed when you're dead you're not gonna be missed and the future is like at the cratchit household at bob cratchit's house tiny tim dies because they can't i guess give him the medical treatment that that he needed and so tiny tim's dead there's a there's a crutch in the corner of the room and uh And then, you know, one of my favorite things is that the ghost of the Christmas future brings Ebenezer Scrooge to his own grave, you know, and in one of the movies he wipes the snow away and it's his own grave and then he like freaks out, man he freaks out. Watch, well, who wouldn't freak out but at the same time man, in the future, you know you're going to die. You know that that's that's everyone's fi- like how are you going to get out of that? Like you're that's inevitable that that happens, you know? I guess that we don't all think about it. We don't think about death a lot. And so maybe if you actually see it, it's like kind of becomes real and you freak out like he did. But it was always kind of ridiculous. He's like, "No, I'm going to die." It's like, "Yeah, dude, we're kind of all gonna die, man." But then you know he wakes up and he totally, he totally changes. You know, he's not this miser anymore. He's he's giving. He gives Bob Cratchit, You know, he doubles his salary. He gives him money. You know, he he um lets him start a fire. Let's that's something else. They wouldn't let him burn coal in the uh in the office, and so he lets them, you know, put a lump of coal on there, Bob cricket, and uh, before you dot another high. But uh, I'm not saying that you should watch it, because I pretty much just told you the whole movie, but I read an article about how Charles Dickens wrote that story when he was pretty much bankrupt, is when he came up with that, and Christmas wasn't as big of a holiday back then, and so publishers were kind of sketchy about uh, the story, but it ended up being a hit, and a lot of people like it. A lot of refined people who, um, who like, hmm, Tom, good Christmas things, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not one of my things, but I grew up watching it, so I know the story inside and out. So when I read that article, um, you know, it was kind of nostalgic just thinking back about the whole. Christmas Carol story, you know, because I've seen it hundreds of times, and then I started thinking about, like, present day, I started thinking about, like, Walter White, Walter White's kid, when I was reading the story, I thought about Tiny Tim, and I was like, Walter White's kid was kind of like the t- the Tiny Tim in Breaking Bad, and then I was like, man, Breaking Bad is kind of a Christmas Carol backwards, right? It kind of is, if you think about it. Because when Walter White started in Breaking Bad, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, (laughs) I think everybody that probably listens to this podcast has seen... There's a better chance that the listener of this podcast has seen, the average listener, has seen Breaking Bad in its entirety than there is a chance that they've seen a Christmas carol. (laughs) I shouldn't make, I shouldn't pass judgment on my listeners, but I just kind of have a feeling that that's probably the case. But anyway, so when Breaking Bad started, so I won't go through that whole, I won't tell the story of Breaking Bad, but when Breaking Bad started, you know how meek and mild Walter was, you know, and he was working two jobs, and he cared about his family so much, um, he was a science teacher, he was, you know, just trying to, just trying to put food on the table and take care of his family, and I don't think that his wife worked at the time, she was pregnant, I think, yeah, she was pregnant, and, um, he was just a good person. And so he started when he got sick, he, he just, he wanted to make sure his family was taken care of. And that's when he hooked up with Jesse Pinkman and started cooking meth. Right. And through the series, you just see Walter grow darker and harder. And that's why, what's his name? Brian Cranston was just amazing. He was almost as amazing and Breaking Bad as I am at playing handbells. I mean, he was just incredible. The 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 change that you saw Walter go through and how dark and greedy and money and power hungry that he got, and um and that kind of remind that kind of made me think that Breaking Bad is kind of a Christmas a Christmas Carol backwards, you know, and even as Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim and Breaking Bad, they had to make an American, and so they had to give Tiny Tim an attitude. Tiny Finn, what's his name, Flynn? Was it Finn? He even wanted his name to be something different, and, uh, because it was, what, Walt Jr.? And, uh, and he just had an attitude. Remember how he would talk to his dad and back talk him? And I think the last conversation they had, he's like, leave me alone. Like, he, he was just the, and he always, he's kind of a smart aleck. You know what I mean? And I was like, what if, if, and and it was, it kind of made me think that maybe, maybe they really, maybe somebody that, the person that wrote Breaking Bad was, uh, uh Christmas Carol fan and they just did everything the opposite you know and made it a se- a series you know let's make Ebenezer Scrooge start out good and become evil and let's give Tiny Tim let's give him an attitude since he was so humble and, and nice and good in the uh, original Christmas Carol let's give him a little attitude and let's let the little guy live but uh yeah so that's my that's my christmas story to you today is breaking bad if it's a festive if you want to look at it that way and if you want it to i don't know if you want if you want to to have a merry christmas and you want to feel good let me just recommend this to you binge watch breaking bad uh backwards and there you go. There's the Christmas story. There's a the Christmas carol. That's it. But uh, I hope that everybody has a happy holiday. And a Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you are celebrating. I hope that you have a good one. Um, be careful. Just enjoy it. Take it in. You know, That's what I try to do. I just try to take in the, the peaceful times around the stressful time of year. Everything pretty much is done for me all the big stuff, all the activities, and so now it's just the holiday itself, and a couple little things, but uh I really, I, I don't know if I'll get another podcast out before um December 25th. I might if I have, if I have any time, but uh I thank you all for this year. This has been this has been a fun year. There's a, It's kind of crazy, man. It's kind of therapeutic to do a podcast for me. And when I think about stuff that I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for the people that take time out and listen to my podcast. And uh, I'm grateful that this is just something that I stumbled across. Because it's been a lot of fun. It's been something that I've stuck with. And uh, I don't want to go all sappy McFrappy on you at the end. So, uh, I guess that I'll just let my handbell song take you out. And, uh, if you have anything that you want to contact me about, if you want me to talk about anything specifically or any questions, you want life advice, man, I'll give it to you. Can't run my own, but I can tell you what to do. But, uh, Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays. Peace out. Bye.